Hey, it's Beth here, episode 445. This is the incredible June edition of Home and Bathrobe Magazine. If you're very wealthy, I suggest you get a lightweight bathrobe. I don't have one, but I had one a long time ago. It was cotton, light cotton instead of heavy terry cloth. It would be, I don't know, I might ask for one for my birthday. It's like a luxury beyond luxuries. Okay, that is just an aside because I'm sweating in my terry cloth robe right now because it's 90 degrees, 90% humidity. Okay, here we go into the magazine. Table of contents, we're tabling it, of course. Okay, uh, all that stuff, who knows what they want. All right, I did talk to my editor at large, Diane, and she gave me some great advice. She said, Beth, you need to enjoy every minute because you just don't, do not look good. I was like, wow, thanks, Diane. I will do that. So then we go on to our favorite, which is horoscopes. And I found brutally honest horoscopes. Okay, very good. All right, the first one, Aries. You are nothing but a primate. I'm, I said it was brutal. You change headlong like a brute and you don't have a clue what subtlety could mean. Moreover, you are a public danger because you are aggressive and totally unconscious. Not to mention you're excessively naive and you have vision problems. What? That's way too much. That is way too harsh, okay? If I were Aries, I would just stick to the primate that's hard enough to cope with. Taurus, your heaviness is matched only by your legendary slowness. That could be a good thing. There's. N Let's not forget that you are as stubborn as a mule. That's not a bad thing either. However, isn't it said that only idiots don't change their minds? No, that's not right. No, I don't change my mind all the time. That's not fair. Okay, Taurus, I suggest you just stick with that. You're a little slow. Gemini, it is said that you are curious but every, about everything and highly adaptable. Now, that's nice. Actually, it is a lack of profundity and consistency that characterizes you. I'm telling you, when people use big words like that, they don't know what they're talking about. Okay, Gemini, just stick with that. You're curious and you've got this twin problem and that's enough problems for you. Cancer, the big beloved mummy's baby. Huh, this is something you have probably heard very often when people would refer to you. No, not really. Your hypersensitivity is very irritating because people can never tell you what they really think of you without having you sobbing your heart out. Well, that's true. I mean, I, I have actually mastered the art of, it's called, it's called crying on demand. And yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna say mean things to me, I'm gonna cry on demand and it'll stop you. So. I, I don't see why that is a problem. Leo, watch out. Expect no praise. You who are so self-centered and so full of yourself. Being a Leo is far from flattering, contrary to what you may think. What? I think Leos think highly of themselves because they're great. I'm, I'm, I'm a Leo fan. That's a Leo, my son. Virgo, you, you have so many flaws that it's impossible to enumerate them. 
For instance, you are well known for your inferiority complex, which is not only a complex, but tangible truth. I have an inferiority complex. I think it's flattering when people say I have an inferiority complex, because actually, I'm just looking at myself realistically. So they think I'm better than that. Virgo, you're good. <clears throat> Libra, since it is a symbol of Libra, the very word balance makes you feel sorry to be born under the sign. Having an ordinary object to represent your sign must not feel too flattering. Oh, oh, like, what do you want, a crab? What do you, a, a scorpion? I think having a balance, <clears throat> you know, that balance machine is a good, I think this guy's, I'm starting to not have faith in this anymore. Scorpio, there is little that could be added to your bad reputation. What? However, we believe it necessary to twist the knife still deeper. What? You are a sly, inquisitive, and aggressive person. That is so not true. Strangely enough, you remind, you remind me of scorpions. No pun intended. What is this guy? Oh, but also of sewer rats? This is not, that is just, that is just not fair to scorpions. To me, I think this guy is jealous because they've got a great, scorpions have a great rep reputation for being great and bad. I think the guy who wrote this is just jealous. Sagittarius, don't think that your good reputation will prevent us from making a complete list of your numerous flaws. Oh, so Sagittarius wins. Firstly, you claim to be a philosopher endowed with open-mindedness. Actually, it is only a way to escape everyday realities that you find boring. So what we're saying, Sagittarius, is that you're so perfect, and not only that, you're smarter than everyone else. Okay, Capricorn. We feel like summing your character as follows. You're a little snitch. What? Indeed, you do everything you can in order to get noticed. You rat on people all the time. I don't, I don't think I know enough Capricorns to know if that's true. Aquarius, you try to look like an eccentric and rebellious person, some sort of prophet who would offer the ultimate truth. Actually, you are so completely lacking, here's this word profundity again, who is this guy? That you do everything you can in order to compensate for this flaw. What flaw? What flaw? You try to look, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't think I trust this guy anymore. Okay, we're done. We're done. Um, we all feel bad about ourselves. That's important. Okay, now um, I'm going to go to the gourmet section, which this sounds stupid, but I made a chicken salad this week. It never didn't taste good. Really simple. Once I added jalapenos to it, just to jazz it up. Once I added avocado to it, to jazz it up. Once I ate it just straight. Then I made a broccoli salad. That was a couple of weeks ago, but I'm gonna combine them. And it was broccoli, cheddar cheese, um, celery if you've got it, onion if you've got it, mayonnaise, and a little, you know, apple cider vinegar. Nothing to it. It never didn't taste good. It was ready all the time and almost good for you. I'm gonna have these on hand all the time so I do not have to cook. I don't have to think about anything. Just spoon it out, be done. Put it on a piece of bread, whatever. I am so sick and tired of cooking and I don't want to eat anything hot. Here comes this summer, but
but I also don't want to go scrounging around for something. So I'm just going to have these two things ready and I'll switch it up with egg salad. I do pasta salad. Maybe I will do pasta salad actually. I like it. Okay. I'm just going to have this stuff ready. I'm not, and I don't want it from the deli because it's gross. But it, it took me no time to make this at all. I was cooking chicken anyway, put two aside, add a little this and that, and it's done. Just, it's been a good week because I haven't had to think about it. Now, beauty, I'm stuck on my my lanolin products from, from Australia. The heel balm that I'm using on my face and my upper and lower arms is working. It's from Australia. It's filled with lanolin. The bad thing is, oh my gosh, I read the ingredients. And the first ingredient is urea, which is not, it's a fancy word for urine. I'm hoping that it is from little tiny baby, baby, baby lambs, but it's still not good. And I know other products have this ingredient. I don't know if it's always the first ingredient. For some reason, it's working for me. So I just want to tell you the name of it is Flexitrol, F-L-E-X-I-T-O-L, cheap as can be. You can find it in your store for $8 or buy it online for $8, maybe even less. The stuff is miracle. It's a miracle for me. So I'm asking you, and I know it's got urea in it, I know that, but I just want you to give P a chance, okay? I said the pun, give P a chance. All right, I really feel strongly about this. Okay, now, I did a thing where I looked up fashion for over 70 or 70. I'm gonna be 69 in a couple of weeks, but that means I, I wasn't one till the end of the first year, so I'm actually like 70, I think. I'm preparing myself. All of the clothes for our age group are moo's made by Omar the tent maker and they are expensive. And they go down your arm because we're supposed to be really upset about our wrinkles on our arms. And they are hideous and hot. And I'm not gonna do it. And I don't care what anybody says. And I don't care if people are laughing at me because to tell you the truth, I'm sure it's unsightly. I mean, even with my heel bomb, even though I, I'm, I've lowered my standards and I'm putting pee on my arms, I don't care. I'm looking at the rest of the country and I'm like, why are you so offended at me? You know, a lot of people running around aren't perfect either, but they seem to stare at me like I'm supposed to, I can't even, this is from aging. I can't fix this. Leave my arms alone. I'm disarmed by their horrible behavior. I can't take it. So I'm not gonna dress like, like a muumuu lady. I'm not gonna do it. I don't care. Here comes another summer. I'm hot already. If I was wearing sleeves, I would never make it. Don't succumb to that kind of prejudice. My goodness. So then staying sane. Okay, I did stay sane today. I saw The Little Mermaid in 3D. It wasn't necessary to see it in 3D. It's getting all kinds of bad reviews like the CGI is bad, the CGI is great. They say The Little Mermaid can't act. She's an amazing actress. If I were five years old, I would be awestruck by this movie. She even has this torso, and when she's swimming like a mermaid, she uses the muscles in her stomach. She looks just like a mermaid. She's fabulous. 
The movie is a goldmine of good behavior. It's about true love. The parents are lovely. Everybody's lovely except for Melissa McCarthy, who will always be Suki to me um, from the Gilmore Girls. Stars Hollow, Suki. I cannot believe how evil she became. She was an incredible Ursula. Whatever problem these people are having with this movie, it's not the movie, it's their problem. They need to go in therapy and they need to stop being a critic because this was an amazing movie for little kids. The little kids in the theater when I was there were riveted, they didn't move. It was heaven. So go see it. See it on the big screen, it is worth it. Disney hit a home run with this one. Okay, so a little health tip, it's hot, right? It's already hot. And yesterday I did this thing by accident. 30 years ago, I had a house with a pool it was hot in Dallas 40 years ago, 45 years ago, wow. Um, we had a killer heat wave. I would jump into the pool, get my hair wet, go wherever I went. The air conditioning would keep my me cool because my hair and my clothes be wet from my getting out of the, you know, just go leaving wet. Okay, I can't do that anymore because I don't have a pool and chlorine is bad for my hair because of the color, right? So, yesterday, uh, oh, yesterday? I went to a spa. I had the best time. It was unbelievable. Spas are great. I'm gonna recreate the spa at home. I mean, I got the spa music, but I'm gonna, the smells, the beauty, the cleanliness, the flowers, oh my gosh, it was great. I was in such a hurry to get there that the outfit I was gonna wear to run over there was in the dryer. It was still wet, I didn't care. I put it on, damp as could be. It was just like when I used to have wet air. I'm gonna do that. It felt great. The air conditioning felt great. So I have a little answer. I'm just going to be wet all summer in damp clothes. I don't care. They're cotton. Who cares? Okay, so the other thing I did was, um, you know, I've got my hummingbird, the baby hummingbird that I saved. Brought him back to life two days in a row. He's my hummingbird. He's a big chubby guy. He's fantastic. So I went out. I mean, kid ordered it. A beautiful, beautiful a hummingbird feeder. It's like it looked, it had levels of places for hummingbirds to eat. And it's like a hummingbird condominium, high end, downtown, New York City, fabulous. From the regular little dish thing I had. He didn't like it. He didn't like it. I had to go back to my old hummingbird feeder, which he loves. Why? Did I try to improve something that was a home run? That's what made me think about it. I had a home run. My hummingbird was happy. So what do I have to do? Buy something that costs so much money, doesn't work, to uh, make him unhappy? Um, that's not smart. Okay, so that's what I know for sure this month. I am not going to improve anything. Just not going to do it. If it ain't broke, I'm not going to fix it. My hummingbird has taught me so many lessons. His name is Humbert. He is the biggest, fattest hummingbird I've ever seen. He's just a great guy. So Humbert's teaching me lessons. First lesson is when I picked him up and he didn't move for 10 minutes to just have hope. I wasn't busy. And then he moved. It's like 
He taught me to pay attention and calm down and don't think you have the answer to anything. And now this one, he's taught me to keep my money in my pocket. I had a perfectly good hummingbird feeder. What, what did I have to do this uh, wild, crazy thing? 20, 21st century hummingbird feeder. Why did I do it? I was trying to make him happy. The thing is, Humbert was happy. I gotta look at things. When something's happy, when something ain't broke, I gotta just let it be. I can't improve on happiness. That's what I'm gonna do this month. I'm taking the whole month off. I'm not doing anything. I'm just gonna lay back and be relaxed and quit trying to fix things that aren't broken. That's my goal. So, and Diane was right. I gotta live in the moment. I don't look that good. So, those are my tips, and let's just get through June. I hope, I hope you live somewhere where it's not hot yet, and I hope it's beautiful. And your geraniums, my geraniums are already committing suicide. They're already. It's the beginning of June, and they're already saying, "Uh-uh, sorry, I thought I was going to uh, Massachusetts." So, you know, I hope you live somewhere where your flowers are happy. And I'll be back next month. Stay sane.